0: Stories make the world. That is how the world works. We
1: live inside stories. The key thing is that stories need to come from different people. Every time I read a good story, it gives me a different perspective of the world. And it's how we imagine an alternative. Stories
0: are at the heart of all great moments of change. So that's how we perceives the world is how it makes sense to us. We can't live without stories.
1: If you want to tell your story, get in touch with Working Word on hello at workingword.co.uk. Welcome to another episode of A Bit of Swaz. I'm Nathan Blake. And well, our first defeat under Mick McCarthy, followed with a draw... Equal in two points from our last three games, and uh, today's main focus is going to be all about the playoffs. Still hopeful, or are they gone? Quick mention to our sponsors: Move Sounds, Orchard Productions, and Working Wood. Good morning to those on the other side of the globe. G'day, Ernest Diaz, and welcome to my sidekick and partner in crime, Mr. Daniel. Tide. morning, D. Morning, Nate. How are we doing? I'm good, mate, I'm good. I'm loving the <laughs> retro nineties shirt, I think, I'm gonna go for.
0: Yeah, I'm wearing a um it's blue for Cardiff City, obviously. It's um World Cup nineteen ninety-four, Italy shirt, the the home version. So because my my hair's getting quite long now, Nate, as we've
1: been discussing.
0: It's not it's not quite baggio levels, yeah.
1: Long being the operative word like. I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Bro, I like you and all that, but soon, right, if we, if, if it continues, it's just going to be like, remember Captain Caveman? It's just going to be a... <laughs> it's just going to be a mop I'm dealing with and talking to this mouth and the odd eyes appearing. Like um, cause, Cousin It. I'll start calling you Cavey Wavy and all that.
0: <laughs> the good news is, Nath, that... Midday today, Ross in Rockstar Barbers in Tafswell.
1: Go, on, Ross, he's, give them a mention. He's, Rockstar he's, he's, Barbers is that is that the name <laughs> of your barbers? Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it
0: in Tafswell, tropical Tafswell. So it got me thinking about classic city player haircuts from the past.
1: Oh, I had a few bad could, ones
0: that I could ask for. And if I was thinking about asking for your flat top.
1: Oh, yeah. I had, I had, do uh, you know what? I, I, my mate was on last night. We were chatting, we were doing some business, and he wants like a, a picture of me, just a, like a passport photo. He started pulling all these pictures off the internet. What about this? One? I was like, oh my days, like, you know, <laughs> didn't I have that? Or was it that? And like, oh, listen, let's just say, uh, you know, like in the 90s, you, you, you like, you wear stuff and thought it was cool. And then like you get the like our age look back and think, oh no, what was I thinking? <laughs> but hey, at the time it went down alright, it went down alright. So
0: speaking of that actually, we had a um, one of our regular listeners, Luke flynn has been in touch.
1: Alright, our Luke. Cool and Luke. So Luke
0: had a baby son two nights ago.
1: Oh, congrats, mate. Big, big congrats. Nice to hear good news.
0: Yeah, isn't it? He's called him Hudson, after Mark. OK. And um, little Hudson was born in Swansea. Luke's, uh, Luke's behind enemy lines at the moment, getting ready for Saturday.
1: <laughs> uh, listen, Luke, stay low. Get your sniper action going, baby, on the back. And, you know, you'll be fired. You'll be fired. Cross enemy lines.
0: Luke sent us a picture a few months ago now of uh, Nathan... Hold in Luke when Luke was a toddler.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I know where you're at now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back at the... um, Some fans will remember that when we got promoted under Eddie May, Rick Wright put a day on a majestic...
1: (laughs) You're going to give me a stick about that cycling shirt. Holiday Park
0: type thing, like Barry Butlin's basically. Picture that Luke sent in. Luke's a little boy, being held by his hero, Nathan. Nathan... Looks like he's walked off
1: the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, they said it was the trend at the time, man. I, I think I carried it off. But like I said, you know, you look back at pictures and you're wearing shit and you think, oh shit, what was I thinking? But uh, that was one of those times. But that, do you know that picture? Made me feel about yeah. 70. I swear to God. Uh, it's all right, Gramps. You still got it. Right? Luke's just had a baby. And I'm holding him literally. He's a little babby, a little two year old. Like I'm like, oh no! Great picture, Dad. Bad shirt, Nathan. Uh, thanks for the memories. I feel about seventy now. So anyway, listen. Let's get on with the program. We've got a lot to talk about. The playoffs is what's going to be on most people's mind, Dan. So listen. Remember, we're at Swaz Pod on the Twitter, on the Facebook. Remember to like, share, and comment, and s- subscribe. Let's start with uh, listen. It's our first defeat, sandwiched in between two draws. You know, last night seemed to be a hard-earned point, but I think we were fortunate then.
0: That chance they had at the end was it? I think it was Joe Allen with the header, wasn't it? Ah, oh, I mean, thank God it was Joe Allen and not Sam Vokes because you've got to be sticking that away. But look, we had good chances as well, didn't we? Kiefer Moore, well. Two slash three chances he had. The volley in the box, uh, it it was a bit high, wasn't it, really, for him to get his foot over.
1: The left foot volley. Yeah. I wasn't convinced that he was convinced. His foot was a bit floppy, Mm. right? That's why it went so, like, it didn't seem to go anywhere, did it? It was, like, a bit wet. Do you know what I mean? And if that's on his right foot, he probably dips that and everything with a lot of pace, right? Or at least he puts a lot of power on it. I think he went for more direction and unsure because this is his left foot because he's from distance uh and I think you give him that a, a second time a minute later he just puts his th- foot through it, keeps his toe down, and hopes for the best,
0: yeah, he tried to be quite cute with it, I thought, didn't he obviously it's not on his it's not on his right foot. he tried to almost. Like, loop, loop it in a little bit. Yeah,
1: like a lob volley with a bit of dip. It was like, it was, you, you bang on the head there, nail on the head down. I, I think he tried to be a bit too cute with it. Like I said, second yeah. time, I think he just puts his foot through it and rockets it, and if he ends up in Rose's head, so be it.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess that was coming off the back of Bakuna having put him through, and you think, ah, oh, look who this is coming to, Kiefer. And his first touch just let him down, which you know, that happens, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. For a striker in that position at this stage of the season, I would pull him aside and I would say to him, listen, you're B striker, right? Your movement has become really good. We're almost becoming too reliant upon you, doing too much work. You need to reserve some energy, right? Because I always say, people don't understand, you. one striker fighting two centre-halves is, is so difficult. Right, it, it, it is. It takes so much out of you just holding a man on your back. So I would say to him, I would pull him aside and I would say, just, just give us a little less, you know, into the into the channels. I'm looking for a bit more from your Ojo's, your Wilsons, your Murphys, whoever plays. I think they can they can do more because I don't think they're in great form. Uh, Murphy's a lot better. I have to I have to give him credit there, but I don't think he's where he's, he could be still. And I would say conserve your energy a bit because that, that main concentration, that focus, that putting the ball in the net is really, that's what the game is about, right? Uh, and if you're for more, you know, if you're getting chances in the seventy, eightieth 80th minute, it's difficult because you've put so much into the game. Do you know what I mean? To then maintain that focus. What I love about him is in his last 18 months, he's become, I think, an excellent striker. But as a player, you're always learning. You're always trying to get that little bit extra here or a little bit extra there. So, with with experience and time, what'll happen is he'll learn these things. But as a as a former striker, or you know, I would pull him aside and and start to make him think about it at different times, especially at back end of the season. You've got to learn to conserve your energy. If a centre half is going to win the ball in the air. Just don't even bother putting your body in against him and wasting that little few ounces of energy. Just back it in, like because even that takes strength. And a lot of the players look tired in the mind mm. as well as the legs. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's no wonder. It's it's no wonder to me. It's it's been a it's been a hell of a season. Like
0: I was going to say, particularly Kiefer, because whilst Ojo and Bakuna and Wilson and Murphy are rotating, keep keep Kiefer's playing every game. So thinking of the the striking coach that that's at the club now, Terry Connor, who was your, you know, was
1: with you at Wolves? I taught Terry, but he didn't teach me. <laughs> yeah, let's, just, let's just put that on record, right? Terry didn't yeah. teach me anything, right?
0: So what did you tell Terry that Terry will now be telling Kiefer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, listen, listen, TC's a great guy, and he, he's got a lot of experience and he will be able to help Kiefer, for sure, right? And you are learning every day. I always say, and this is no disrespect to anybody, you can be a great coach, right? But having the experience is a different thing. If you can then, if you're then good with words and getting into people and understanding people and getting your points of view across, not in a way that oh, I used to do this, or I, you know, you are literally just trying to give him a little bit, of, you're trying to find where he can improve. Mm it's difficult then if you've never scaled a height to then you've never lived the experience, right? I'm not saying you you can not coach or anything. I'm not dissing anybody. What I'm saying is if, you know, if you've been somewhere, done it and got the t-shirt done or the Italian shirt in this case, then, you know, I'd be, you know, well advised to come to you for advice on something that I want to do that you've already done. Do you know what I mean? It's quite simple. So, you know, and that's no disrespect, you know, TC's work at the very top, you know, coached at the top, the top, top players, and he will, through his time and experience now, he will have things that he has picked up and learnt along the way that he will be able to help Kiefer with. I have no doubt about that. What I'm saying is, sometimes it's difficult to know the intricacies if you never went there. But, over time and experience I would have said T C should have would have built that up, you know, the level he's been coaching at. It.
0: It's the same in any line of work, isn't it? If you want if you want your people to trust you, they gotta know that you've done the hard yards yourself, you know, because you can you can talk a good game but you get insight from from being in people's shoes and that and them coming in your shoes afterwards, eh?
1: I remember like at places like Blackburn and Kenny Daglish would turn up and you you don't he was such a calm and influence always made a beeline for me to speak to him like one-on-one and he can bring me from fiery red to like ice cold in like a matter of minutes and he wasn't even the coach he wasn't even working at the club right but he was he just had that influence and then you know there's nothing he don't know seen it all, yeah. done it or got every t-shirt you could imagine you know so like there's levels in everything we do Dan Right, building houses. There's levels, right? Architects. There's levels. Lawyers. There's levels. Do you know what I mean? Everything we do in life, there's levels. So, you know, I just, I just look at Kiefer and think, like, I would be really concentrating on his ninety minutes and and looking where we can help him conserve energy and things like that. So I think those those chances at this stage of the season, they're like. They become few and far between. You know, the, the Watford game, the one that comes across the box and the lad sticks in, OG, oh I bet you thinking, I would have, have be like, eh, choked. Because <laughs> that, that's my goal. Like, you know, that's a tap in for me. That's another one, go to 17 for the season or 18 for the season. But, you know, you're happy we won, you're happy, uh, uh, sorry, we lost, but you're happy you know, the goal went in at the time. But then when you lose the game, it's like, oh, man, you know. I haven't even got a gold in my name to to to, yeah. to, to, to show <laughs> no, for all it? my hard work, you know. The playoffs, do you, do you think they're gone? Well, the you know we'll get into the fans in a bit, but personally, what do you think? I mean, where
0: Barnsley go to? Barnsley are playing Wickham tonight. When when we're recording this on Wednesday, by the way, Barnsley at Wickham tonight. You'd expect Wickham, sorry, you'd expect Barnsley to win that, but as we know ourselves. Good runs of four in the in the championship. If you're not Norwich or or you know Brentford, went twenty odd games. They do come to an end. So all we can do is hope the Barnsley's comes to an end. Bournemouth picked up last night. Obviously one of those games last night. Bournemouth Swansea. You're thinking, could both of them lose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't you don't really want anyone to win that, do you? It's going to be tough,
1: Nate. Clara winning as well. I thought another I an, win, another yeah. defeat for them. I think psychologically they might have gone. Because the gap started to do, uh, appear between ourselves and themselves, but look, all of a sudden, two games later, do you know what I mean? They're a point above us. Yeah. It, it's, 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 like I, I, I think the playoffs, uh, they're not gone by any stretch of the imagination. We've just proved what we can do, you know, on a 12 or 11 game unbeaten run. I think it's going to take uh, similar to what happened in the Neil Harris, right? When we came out of lockdown. It's going to take similar to what we've just been through. We are in the last 10 games now, nine games. We are going to have to be looking at realistically to get into the playoffs and stay there. Six wins.
0: Yeah, because we're now 27 points to play for for us. Nine games left. And we're potentially nine points
1: off it tonight. So you say, 20, I would say 21 worst case scenario, 24 will probably get you in.
0: Yeah. It's not much of a margin for error there, is there? And we've got,
1: and what you're asking then is all those teams Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, Reading, uh, Barnsley. You're asking them all to have, uh, or they're all above us. You're asking them all to have lose games like probably yeah. we win seven or eight, they the opposite, they lose six or seven, you know what I mean, and win two or three,
0: yeah. I mean, I think if we think about last season's playoffs, we shot ourselves up there, and let's not let's not forget that our friends who were playing on Saturday got into the playoffs on the last day in a like a miraculous turnaround with Forrest just
1: Blow a gasket, didn't they? It? it can
0: it can be done, but I think the odds are the odds are stacked against us. I think another thing that we've seen in the last few games is. Well, I guess you can call them young. Some more youngsters come through because of injuries. And, and I think in, in mix first 11 games, 12 games, whatever it was, one of our strengths was NG and Bennett on, on both. You know, we, we went to the three at the back, kept us really solid. NG was just looking like one of our best signings in years, which he, which he still looks, let's be honest. But Bennett was coming into his own as well. You know, he scored, he scored the winner at, at um, I think Luton was it, Bennett got the winner. Now Bennett's got injured and then Bagan's got injured. And we've, you know, Kieran Brown came in at left wing back against Watford, against Saar, And I thought, fair play to him. He did well, yeah. He looks a bit like um, he looks a bit like a doorman, doesn't he, Kieran Brown? Not a, not a wing back. Got a bit of a henchman in a Liam Neeson movie about him.
1: Yeah, like Karate Kid <laughs> 3. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cobra Kai, yeah. <laughs> but, um. I thought he did well against Saar, but he, he
1: doesn't offer loads going forward. Although he did, he did play Murphy in. I think he's done remarkably well. Sang as well. I think he's done really well. It's it's, it's nice to see these players come to the forefront. You know, that we 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 didn't even know we had. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you know what it does is bolster and strengthens the squad. And like in the summer, rather than. You sign more players without even really looking at players that you've got that can fit into your squad. Instead of Mick McCarthy now having to go to uh, the transfer committee and say, I need six players, he can go and say, Well, I need three, right? Or I know if I get those three top quality, I don't have to think to myself, Oh, but my bench is a bit weak. Do you know what I mean? Because what it's going to do is I'm going to bring in three. Three of the f- current first team are going to drop to the bench, along with then people coming back off injury and the likes of Sang and NG and Brown and Bennett all fighting for places. Wilson, you know, uh, I don't know if we'll still have Ojo, but Bakuna, Rowles, Volks, you know, all fighting for places. It, it is about that competition of places, you know, amongst players, uh, as we've seen with the two goalkeepers. I think that's what keeps it keeps it it helps keep things driven, you know. So um, I just I just I just look and think for us to get in the playoffs now is gonna be it's gonna take a monumental effort from the boys at the time when, in all fairness, they are looking tired. I think, and uh, I thought last night showed like especially first half it was low key, wasn't it? Like I said, they've had a hell of a run, but I, I do think it it's stand to take this toll. But we've got another break coming up. That's that's a good thing. Although Kiefer won't yeah, get I much think... of a break.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kiefer will play every game for Wales, probably. <laughs> we, it just looked really disconnected last night. No one, we couldn't get, we couldn't string a pass, pass together. I think Ojo, <laughs> you know, I love the guy, to be honest, but he, he had a stinker, let's be fair. Bakuna put Kiefer through, Right at the end, but they weren't really linking up at all. everyone it was just disjointed.
1: well, I would say, looking but... forward, I would say, on that point, Dan, I would say, one of the things I've always said about us, and you know winning can h- hide a multitude of sins, right you can you can start thinking, we're fine, but I don't care what anyone says, and I maintain it. Creativity is our thing, right? We score so many goals from set pieces, great, continue that. It's it's a great strength to have, whether it's throw-ins, free kicks, whatever. But the game is about, I got the ball and I'm going to create. If I've got the ball and you haven't, you can't score, you can't win the game. Improvements for me would be, next season, would be more possession-based, right? Higher tempo, right? A higher tempo, generally. And we've seen that since Mix come in. But more possession-based, and more creativity, more style to our play. Not saying it's unstylish. I'm just saying it can be a better style. It can improve. Yeah. There is definitely room for improvement. And I think between the midfielders, what that we've got, what I'd like to see is one or two creative midfielders come in there. Maybe a a a, a definite box to box kind of you know goal scoring midfielder if you can find them. And definitely more creativity is, is where we lack, I feel. Because it's games like that last night where the creativity comes from, okay, putting pressure on long throw-ins and getting corners towards the last 10 minutes, right? Not possession and wearing your opponent's legs, running him out, and then last five minutes, you, you break through and someone switched off and you score a goal. What I'm saying is, just to set pieces is a great, like i said a great tool to have right, but if you've got a two pronged attack, if you've got set pieces corners, and every time you've got people just picking passes and applying that pressure on you'cause you're you you you're used to having more possession, I think teams would just buckle for fun you know mm-hmm. I me mean? i think you'll i think Cardiff could you know really be in a strong position next season, but you know. That's that's looking ahead. What what I would say about right now is the the dip in performance has really come at the a wrong time for us.
0: I was watching it last night, and I was thinking this is the kind of game last season when Tomlin would have come on at about seventy minutes and just and you know unpicked a defence, scored himself or set someone up goal, and and we w and we win it. And you know in in that running, the, the last couple of games, Nath, the Watford game and Stoke last night. Both their defenses when we were you know, when we were having set pieces, were playing a really, really high line and not not leaving much space in behind. And I was gonna say, do you think teams have worked us out? But I, I don't know how it would have taken them that long to work out we got loads of six foot plus blokes again on the end of set pieces.
1: I think since they've got the back three, even though we we were, you know, up there as one of the the main teams for set pieces. Te- teams do generally think, right, let's have it then, right? We're not scared of your long throws. We're not scared of your set pieces. They do. But I do. I, I-, I think it's taken until now the teams go, well, let's not just battle. Let's use a bit of an ounce, right? Because you, like you said, you'd think most coaches would say, well, just play a high line. We catch them offside from time to time. But it also gives our keeper plenty of room to come and just punch it if he has to. right? It's quite simple tactic, but you'd be surprised how many people will grit their teeth and say, "Well, my two centre halves, my meatheads, are as good as your meatheads, and I'll back them against you know in any sort of set piece situation." But clearly, people weren't getting the message because it wasn't working because <laughs> they kept getting beat up. Right? But it's, it's taken to now because I tell you, it's it's you know it's formidable. You know, you got Nelson now Brown. You got Flint, you got Morrison, you got Kiefer Moore. Just those four. Ah, mate. People are going to be getting split heads. I, you need a Jason Perry for that situation, right? Put his yeah, head yeah. anywhere. Put it in a cow's ass if you had to, right? To defend his goal. Me? Hell no. I, I ain't put my head in there. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you need a. I'll
0: stay I'll stay on the halfway line, yeah. I, halfway line first. But... Yeah, when it's
1: all broken up, give it to me right (laughs) listen it's a hard one right mate It, it is but you know we are quality at set pieces but there do come there will come a time where people will that's the whole idea of football you got a problem solve it right how you solve it well I don't know some like I said a lot of managers are hard headed and probably won't accept it but they've been beaten into submission uh, what that does uh, is just show sort of a level of respect that, yeah, okay, I concede You you, you, you got me on that one sort of thing. So I'm going to have to tactically try and outdo you. It's, it's taken till March, but, you know, yeah, I think that's why you're going to see more teams play a high line against us. Like rolling on from that, I thought the Watford performance was really good. It was almost like, you know, you look at Watford and us, I commentated on the game for the Beeb, you know, myself and Rob Phillips were saying after the game, there wasn't a lot in it, you know, and I, and I, and even then I still think we can we can have more, crea- I thought that was the kind of game as well, that if we had a bit more creativity, and it's not dissing the rouses and evokeses of this world, just mean, it's just just an opinion, you know, it can be shared or it can be denied, whatever, but, I think in those sorts of games I think we 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 just become over reliant upon set pieces and you know looking against Watford which I thought was a really good performance I thought Brown I thought he had a really good game uh, Sars being valued at the 50 million pound player which to me you wouldn't look and think you know he was a 50 million you know so Brown mastered him really well so player for player there wasn't a lot in it you know, and I think that's those are the sorts of encouraging things I think Mick McCarthy and the players should take out of uh, this season, no matter what happens now.
0: Yeah, I think that Watford game we started with energy, and we we knew it was almost like we knew this lot are good, so we're going to bring it today. And we were we brought the energy, we we brought the the passion. We we were pressing high. We then get the goal, and you're thinking you're buzzing, and then. Shabala dances his way through the through the box and yeah, what a goal that was! Um, and I could just—it's almost like we're looking for the creativity has to come from the front players, you know. When really you want a bit of the creativity to to come from a bit further back as well.
1: Well, I I would say Harry Harry's not been in his best form. I'm not sure no. what's quite going on with, with with Harry, but he he's he's whether he's tired or whatever, but he's dipped a little. Murphy is better, but I still think he can, I still think there's more, so much more, right? Honestly, I really do. And Ojo's gone off the boil a bit. So our our trio were like changing and and rotating and winning games. And Kiefer hasn't scored for a couple of games. All of a sudden, like it's, it's just, you haven't scored from a set piece for a couple of games. It's kind of like just, Not ground to a halt. You're just thinking, right, we need a win. So, like, last night I thought it's imperative we win last night, right? Just to stay amongst it. Now, Saturday, and we'll come on to that now, you know, two teams currently playing under par, both ourselves and the Swans. Form, everything, it all goes out the window, Dan, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? Where do you think the pressure lies?
0: I think with them, because there'll be a lot of talk on social media about like, oh, no team's ever done the double, you know. Like, what does that doesn't really matter, does it? Like, pfft, it's, that's just that's like a nerdy stat to me. What What does that matter? Yeah, but if I was uh, di-
1: if I was a Swansea fan dissing you with that, I tell you straight, it means shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you straight, as far as the as fans as started, I'm on social media started digging it, I, I'd be like, oh, man, that's like... Listen, it's anything, any slight, because if it was the other way around, bro, I'll tell you straight, if i done social media, I'd be having a field day on that. You know what I mean? Posting, <laughs> tweeting... Like, I'd be trying to relate stuff to it, find stuff from yesteryear. I'd be doing all sorts, <laughs> mate. I would run with it. It would be like the Yellow Brick Road. I'd be looking for Emerald City by the time I finished. I'll tell you straight, mate. <laughs> so, it's, to me, and fun. that's, how crazy is that? You're, you're like, you're, we're both fans, but your fan saying, well, it doesn't mean that I'm playing going on no, no, and no, on. I shit to me. Like,
0: uh. This is why Nate's not on social media.
1: Yeah, I'm always like, what are you talking about, Willis? Come on, Dad, man! This is serious. This is serious.
0: So, what I think it because why I think they're under more pressure than us is because they've got more of a promotion chance than us. They've they you know the last for what feels like a long time, they seem to care about this game more than we do. Certainly, their players do. Their players are always up for it. You know, I don't know if it's because they've had more Welsh players in the ranks over over the years.
1: That but... yeah, could be.
0: People like Connor Roberts and, and Rodon, who's obviously gone now, but they've they've been up for it for when will we last up for it? I think's the other way to look at it. When will we last up for one of these derbies? But I think maybe we've always been the ones going for other stuff. We've always been the ones going for promotion or trying or in the or in the Premier League trying to stay up when they're comfortably mid table. Whereas now. I think Conor Roberts and, and that law have got other things to worry about than beating Cardiff on Saturday and looking like big men to people in Gore Signon and that kind of stuff. Like, Boys, don't worry about just beating us. You've got to worry about getting to the Premier League. So I feel like the pressure's more on them than it than it is on us because, like we've just said, playoffs is a distant dream for us now. So I'm hoping that can play into our hands. I'm hoping that, yeah, look, we're maybe not in the best form but our results aren't that bad, I guess. A couple of points are the last two games. Not doing much for us at the table. From what I hear from Swansea fan mates, they haven't been playing well for a long, long time. But they've been picking up wins. They've been picking up wins, which is promotion form. And they got slapped last night at Bournemouth. So let's hope they get slapped again on Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, they they kind of went through a win-one-lose one. A win-one-lose one. Yeah. But I always say that's better than two draws. Even yes. though, confidence-wise, you can say, well, we haven't lost in two, you're, you're, still a, you're still a point better off. Do you know what I mean? So, and, I, and I think that, that ability for them to be able to cling on and fight, you know what I mean? And you know, they know, they, their fans are saying, I, I've, I've spoken to them on, on radio, you know, that they're not in great form. And, and this season is unprecedented. Do you know what I mean? It, it is going to be that way. You know, you're not gonna, you're gonna see things that you probably haven't seen. Well, we have seen things that we we've never seen before. So, I I look at them and think that I almost looked at them uh, last night as well and thought, of course I I, I thought I record the game because I need to have a watch and see what kind of form they <laughs> uh, And I I thought I thought a similar thing. You, you mentioned it earlier. Where your two teams are not play, a team is not playing so well, you know, anticipating. Like I look at Man United, they don't play well, and then all of a sudden they are anticipating Man City coming. Bang, they fire. Game after, poo, they go back down. Right. So I'm looking at both of us and thinking we've both had this at the back of our minds, thinking, right, is it becoming a major game and a major? Uh, sort of statement as in first team because you know it'll run through the press first team if they do win the first team to do it in the South Wales derby that's a bragging tool a big bragging tool as well so I think that'll be on their minds and that's favourable to them and that goes against us but then the pressure like you say comes on their side of the fence because they are in a playoff position and they're looking to solidify that so um, uh, there's a lot you know, there's a lot there so um, I, I'm hoping a cracking game but I, I honestly think it's you know it's going to be a battle I think the manager in Mick McCarthy I think he'll really understand it if he wants to adhere himself to the to the Cardiff fans then it is go and you know control the aggression but you know go and physically try and dominate them yeah so we'll move on Daniel, let's uh, let's remember we're at Swaz Pod on Twitter on the Facebook. So remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Uh, where are we at, D? Swaz Pod on the Twitter and Facebook. So let's get into the fans' <laughs> questions. What they say in D? Right,
0: Craig Parfit Parry, CPP. Welcome to the Swaz Pod, uh,
1: Craig's. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: What's your starting eleven against the Jacks?
1: Oh man! Well, I think the, the back four picks itself, doesn't it? Phillips, Morrison, Flint. You've got the back three and the the the, the back three and the goalkeeper picks itself. I think. Well, pe- it depends
0: if how long's Nelson out for.
1: They're, they're, well, that, that that's another thing I was going to say. I'm I'm not sure does Sang stay in and Brown get switched back to the left side or do you keep saying uh, I, I i don't know i i think i'll go i definitely go more down the middle i'd go ojo and wilson probably because I, I i like ojo i i really do i think his form has dipped a little like i said earlier but you know i go ojo and wilson i have the side of more and then uh, ng i think is nailed on the 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 two the two central midfielders I think it'd be difficult to, to to drop either of them right now. I think, you know, they've been... The dog's are war-like. And, and they're not not creative. They will, you know... Folks especially can pick a pass from time to time. But um, I think those who look after themselves... I think it's that left side mate for me. I would go Ojo uh, and uh, Wilson. Like I said, I'd side them more. It's just whether or not... If, if, if Nelson's fit, he comes straight back into the fray... And then it'd be a toss-up between Brown and Sang for me. Uh, and away from home, that kind of game, I'd probably go Brown. Um, and then, you know, if we're struggling and we need a goal, last 15, 20 minutes, might take him off, get Sang on, go a bit more attack-minded, get him forward a bit more. You know, you look at the likes yeah. of Murphy. And, and and a player, I tell you, a player who's kind of disappeared in the mick is Junior Hoylett. And I think, like, even throughout the season and the Harris, he was he was, he, was a, he, he performed well, I thought. I don't think he's, he's one of our most consistent performers, always has been, and that experience, and he, he you know he, he, he's always good in the derby, so I, I would I would like to see him like brought back into the fray a bit, but hey, you know I don't pick the team, I'm not the manager. Uh so yeah, that's what I'd probably go for. The the Wilson and Ojo up front and then it'd just be about if Nelson's fit, he comes straight back in and Brown goes into Sang's position.
0: Yeah, nice. I think I'd go Murphy instead of Ojo. I do like Ojo a lot as well. I think he I don't think he had his best game last night, but that could mean he has something to prove. But I, I think I think I'd go Murphy, more Wilson, Pack and Vokes in the middle
1: you go for pack That's, and Volks, would you?
0: I'd go for pack, I think, yeah. Let's try and get our foot on the ball a bit. Yeah, and who knows then with the defenders, if, Nelson, if Nelson's back, I think I'd do the same as you. Stick Brown on the left and stick NG back on the right. NG's done okay on the left, but he, he's outstanding on the right. I think Sang's done really well since he's come in, but he's clearly a baller, Sang, isn't he? Because he's grown up at Man United, so, you know, he's... He's got skills. He put two great balls through for Kiefer last night, I thought. But then he wasted a lot of ball as well because he's young and he's he's learning and that's that's what you get. But, yeah, I think I'd go for Brown on the left if Nelson comes back in. If not, I guess we've got to stick with what we had last night. Next question. Sticking with the South Wales derby. Right, it's from Gareth Frost.
1: Hi, uh, Gareth Frost. How you
0: doing, mate? What? Welcome, welcome. What's your best memory of playing in the South Wales derby, Nath?
1: Probably, I'm that old, I can't remember. <laughs> 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 no, I, I would say, uh, remember when it kicked off at Ninian Park? I think we ended up yeah. losing the game, I, I'm not sure. I'm no, sure.
0: We, we won one now.
1: I, I think that's the game. I, I think that, that that is probably... The best and also, I remember we played them on a Saturday, I think in the in the league, and then we had to play them on the Tuesday or the Wednesday in the cup, and we lost yeah. the one game and then won the other game, one Uh that was a good memory as well. I never looked at that game as like I look forward to it, but it was like you know i I don't do skiing it, it's like going on holiday but you're going to the ski resort, you're not going to the sun. Right? So you're looking forward to it, but you know it's going to be, for you, this is, it, it, it's, you're, you're in a different mindset, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and and like, because like, going uh, to, to, to Swansea land was, 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 you know, whether they came here or we went there, it was, the, 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 the atmosphere was always so hateful, right? And, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm a fighter by trade, so, like, you know, Sometimes I would I I like inside be so angry and aggressive, like do you know what I mean? But knowing like if 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 I if I go out and play like that, you know you're not going to last five minutes. Uh, and I and I and I've made that mistake then later on in my career. You know what I mean? Letting the you know occasion. Get to me. I remember getting sent off against Man United and Bolton fans. You know, for years singing. You know, we only eat Man United. By the time we get to play them, like I'm like on cloud twenty (laughs) nine, like ready for war. And then you know, you play the the occasion, not the game. So I got some, I got some good memories down there. But like I said, it was, it was always you look forward to it, but you knew it was going to be a bit messy. You know, you you know, you're going to come out with a few cut some bruises yourself, but you're looking forward to going in.
0: Which sounds, sounds like the fast experience as well. <laughs> <laughs> My first time going to Swansea would have been about... I think it was about like 95, 96, 97. I, we stood on the end, the away end at the Vetch. I think I think we lost 2-1. I think John Williams scored for us.
1: John Williams? the main
0: yeah, it, he played for the Swans. He was really fast, but he played for yeah, the Swans. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, with a high-pitched voice. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You sound like a pterodactyl. Not, I don't know what a dinosaur <laughs> sounds like. Yeah,
0: yeah. He was, um, I think he was a postman, wasn't he? And yeah, he, he won the he sprint win? challenge, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he yeah. won the sprint challenge, yeah. yeah. Which I never um, entered,
1: by the way. <laughs> I would have roasted yeah, no. his ass. I would have roasted him. <laughs> I would have left his ass for dead. First ten yeah. meters, I'd be God. <laughs> I think
0: he's good for us. One of the things I remember is what I was wearing that day because it was like peak, peak nineties Britpop. I had brown cords on, some Adidas. Ooh. I think I had Adidas Samba or Gazelle. Lowest. And then cords? I had like a, I can't remember where they were from. The Listen,
1: if it was the eighties or nineties, Lois chords with the yeah, that was the thing, mate, right? lowest chords.
0: They were they were they could well have been Lois. Um and I had a blue Adidas jumper on with like the three stripes down the arm. Yeah. Yeah, I was loving myself. Sixteen or whatever I was, fifteen. But I like we said earlier,
1: in... like we said earlier, Dan, you look back at things, you're, <laughs> gear, you're wearing.
0: <laughs> Mate, you don't wear that good. today.
1: Brown clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just remember like driving into Swansea and everyone's just out on the doorsteps, like with no teeth pulling faces at you. And you're like, all right, then. <laughs> with
1: no <You're> teeth. We... <laughs> like, come on, stop this stop, Start keeping it clean, Keep it clean. Oh, dear,
0: dear, dear, dear. That was the only time I went away to the Vetch, and then they moved to the Liberty, obviously. So I went to all of those, yeah, or most most of them, by the by, the one we lost three two, and that was like it would kick off about half nine in the morning, wouldn't it? Mm. (laughs) And I I remember we'd be, be on the bus, and you you weren't allowed to drink on the buses, but obviously we're smuggling on all sorts on the buses, yeah, finishing off bottles of vodka, which you don't even drink, but because it's a clear drink. In yeah. the car park at Ninian Park or, or Cardiff City Stadium or wh- wherever we were. Oh, and then you go there to the Liberty and they had the bars open. Could not believe it. Remember, we queued for ages one half time to get some beers. And uh, just getting our beer. The game's kicked off like, oh, whatever. And you just hear this massive roar. Obviously, our beer goes everywhere. We run out thinking we'd scored, but it was a penalty. And uh, I think it was, I think McCormack scored the penalty then. So yeah, good, 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 and bad days away at Swansea, and shame we can't be there on Saturday to um, celebrate a win. You it, know? Would, it
1: would be nice, mate. It would be nice, but equally, it's a uh, good job um, the fans weren't in for the for the for the home game because uh, I think Neil Harris would have struggled to get out of there alive, really. With yeah, the exactly. Really. Well,
0: we might have been in the playoffs then if Mick had come in earlier. But, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Wishful thinking, Danielson. Wishful thinking. Indeed,
0: indeed. So that leads on to a question from Lloyd, Lloyd Beadle. All right, Lloyd. Was giving Mick a two year deal off the back of a good run a little premature? Could they have waited till the end of the season to make that decision? Are his performances and tactics already looking questionable?
1: Uh I don't think so. I, I I don't I don't think his his tactics are anything looking questionable. What I would say, uh, Lloyd, is I I said I would give him a contract, but I would have only gone with a year, personally, right? I would have gone with a year because I look and I think to myself there are managers who are gonna be coming available over the next twelve months. And there's one available now, uh, a few available now. Um, you look at someone like Chris Wilder, who I'm I'm thinking to myself, I have a word in his ear, take a break, recharge for twelve months, and you know, Mick's gonna carry us to this point and we're looking to go in this direction from there. Do you know what I mean? Because the, the I think the style he plays also, um, he loves his center halves getting forward and what have you, and the the shape we're kind of playing in, we could really transition to the style of football uh or the style of football that his teams play, so um and, and that's just listen, that's just off the bat, that's not yeah, 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 planning or anything like that, that's just off the top of my head, right but i I probably. I, I, I agree with Lloyd. I, I definitely would have given him a contract. I would have sewn him up to the end of this season and a year with maybe the club's option to renew after 12 months then. Simple as that.
0: I think I'd have done that as well because of what you said, Nath, the players kind of take on it. If you're a player, you want to know who's going to be in charge next season. So that that calms you down. So. But yeah, would would agree with uh, you on that. Here's a question now from An- Andrew Evans.
1: Andy Evans, what's up, Andrew? I, oh, I should say Andrew, shouldn't I? Because uh, if you like Coley, you don't like being called Andy. <laughs> <who's> like, <laughs> yeah, Coley gets vexed. he changed his name. Coley gets vexed. <laughs> well, he's like he didn't change his name. He just said call me by my real name. Or, you know, <laughs> no problem.
0: Speaking of Andy Cole and away days, after Andrew and Cole. Sorry, Andrew Cole. Um, outstanding. <laughs> outstanding.
1: I remember. Well, I did from... the song. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. You know, like we were saying, I will reiterate. You know, sometimes you do things in the 90s or wear things you think looks good. <laughs> uh, again. Outstanding. That comes to mind. Yeah. Sorry, man. Girl, you got me
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it was 3 all at Burnley and it was when Darren Pearson, and Andrew Cole kicked off in the tunnel with each other. Or yeah. did Cole got sent off for a challenge on Pearson or the other way around and then the other one waited for them and they had a scrap in the in the tunnel?
1: Yeah, I do recall that. I, I, do, I do recall that, yeah. I think, I think it was... Uh, Coley had waited for him, I think it was. I think something like that. Yeah. But, um, one of, them, one of them things that happens mate you know uh, I, I, like I say afterwards years later you you, you just laugh about it you know there's not many there are there, there are one or two issues that you carry over with players you know yeah depending on what was said at the time do you know what I mean yeah you know usually if you've gone and you know splattered each other in a tackle you kind of like accept that and pass of the game but there are things that some people say might say about your mum or something like that, which is I always say is like, mm, you know, that's, uh, uh there's no need to go there. Like, you know trust I me. Mean? Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. We'll you
0: be cal- we'll be know. calling them all out on next week's pod. So uh, I hope they're listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I don't like that. so, um, so Andrew's question is. Nate, if you were the Tannoy announcer, what tune would you have us running out to? Uh,
1: boom, 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 when everybody say hey, <laughs> 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 I want to joke in. I want to joke in. Uh, uh, Remember that, that song, um, Misty Blue? Go on, give us a few bars, uh, Nate. Oh, I needed you. I can't remember her name who sings it. I've put it on the. It's on our playlist. Uh, but the whole world is misty blue, uh, I, I, slow, deep, like yeah, old soul song. Yeah, getting into the zone, getting into yeah. the zone.
0: Andrew, Andrew says his favourite was Tina Turner, simply the best because um, he used to give him. Even though we were in the dungeon. It would uh, give him a sense of belief. We were like Barcelona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there there's there's a few out there. That's that's used by many people though, isn't it? To be honest, you, being that Bob Marley played at Ninian, uh, I probably um, go with uh, three little birds. Could be. Or, um, Although that's
0: that's that's kind of like setting you up for a fall. It's like it yeah. won't be that bad. It'll
1: yeah. probably be all right.
0: Okay, it's maybe not the best like start. Yeah, move,
1: is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I I I'd probably pick a Bob Marley song because you know, right. like I said, he was uh, he played at Ninian Park, so it's uh, it's got connotations from the past. So yeah,
0: yeah. The only other one I can think of who played at Ninian Park but this wouldn't be right, would be the Pope, Pope John Paul II. So like having him reciting something as the players come out, yeah. maybe wouldn't be the best vibe. Like, yeah. So.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't think that'd go down well. I mean, no. the Pope, uh, uh, for Catholics, see the Pope up there singing like football chants. <laughs> like, like blue birds, blue birds. Blue birds. <laughs> Hello, Italian, and we wear blue, yeah. And you're wearing blue today. And, <laughs> Give it the respect to the Italians. So you know, you might watch this podcast and Could throw work, a little, yeah. throw a little message out for us. You know what I mean? A little <laughs> blessing. You never know Dad. You never know. You never Look, know.
0: Uh, it's been 25 years since my last confession. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been uh, 49 since mine. So yeah, uh, Catholic guilt.
0: <laughs> so, question from Miles Evans now.
1: Mm. Miles, welcome. All right, Miles. Welcome to the show, Miles.
0: When is Watters going to get some minutes?
1: Uh, listen, I, 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 you know, um, I don't know what the injury or the extent of his injury was. Uh, like I said, when he, he first played, in in difference to Ng Ng, kind of like slotted in straight away. It's always difficult for a striker because. You're expected to score goals, which is the most difficult, and you're coming in, and the big boss man is there in more, You're not shifting him, right? There's no way you're shifting him. The best you can hope for is to partner with him. Well, then that means you've got to get over the likes of Wilson, Ojo, Murphy, Bakuna, you know. So what I would say is, you know, he's got a difficult task. Make no bones about it. But, again, that's football. That's the nature of the beast, it's 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 for Waters to you know try and stake a claim. It can be done, right? You gotta you gotta be looking at like right, Kiefer Moore's position and saying, well, if there's only one striker, that's what I'm vying for, right? And you gotta have that self confidence. And whatever your best game is, you gotta be looking to get in a season, you know, thirty thirty five of them onto the hallowed turf. Simple as that. You know what I mean? You gotta show it in training. And, uh, you know, if he's got the ability... Because we haven't seen enough of him. If he's got the ability to play higher than, you know, championship, that's what he's got to bring to the party right now. He's got to bring everything he's got, all guns blazing. But it is difficult, I do feel, for him coming to a club and then, you know, under pressure straight away to score goals, but then getting injured so quickly as well. It was almost like he was playing with an injury, like like he came with Mm. an injury to be out for so long you know, with nothing sort of... It's pretty innocuous if you look at... You know, he didn't seem to go off with any sort of major injury in any game. So, difficult for the young lad, you know. But, um, you know, time will tell. Kiefer more gets injured and you get a chance and run a four or five games, score three or four goals. All of a sudden, you give the manager a dilemma again. And like I keep saying, Dad, that's what football's about. It's about the competition and the competition for places, And uh, you've got to relish it if you're a player.
0: Yeah, and he's he's scored. I think he scored four goals now for the under twenty threes. They look like different type of goals. So, look, if you're on the bench on Saturday against the Jacks, everyone there has got a chance to be a hero, haven't they? And (laughs) and write their names into folklore.
1: So absolutely, absolutely. Come off the bench in the eighty eighth minute, first touch and score a winner. Yeah, listen. If you never if you never kick a ball for Cardiff again, you'll go down in, in, in folklore, like you said. So, you know. So well, listen, a great chat, Dan. A great uh, questions. Thanks to everybody for your questions and um, your engagement. Remember, we're at Swatters Pod on the Twitter, on the Facebook. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Do it all. Where are we at, D? Swazpod on That's Twitter and right. Facebook. That's right. That's right.
0: One little final comment from our, our friend okay. Jason Mohammed. Oh, Jams, okay. What's he saying? Jams was having a bit of a chat. Basically, he got a bit of stick from a Stoke fan, I think, because he he called the city the city, and a Stoke fan was saying, "Oh, we're isn't city that a bit, as well." <laughs> where, yeah, a bit arrogant to call your club city, and. Um, Philip Perry was having a chat with Jace and said, you know, yeah, always referred to the city as the city. How did city do coming down the city? And, you know, Philip says that Blakey showed Man City who the real city was. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, listen, I... I, I we just refer to ourselves as the city. Yeah,
0: I think as well, it's... Well, with the capital. was go, Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have the we're city. Of this country. Go, and going to the game, you call it going down the city. Yeah. Whereas like in Liverpool, another place I lived, they don't say they're going down the Liverpool or they're going down the Everton. They're going down a the match. They, they go to the match. Yeah. Whereas we don't say we're going to the match. We yeah. say we're going down the city. So yeah. it's part of our language much more than describing the team is the place as
1: well. It's our That's DNA. Where we go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so uh tell Jace to defend it. Defend it to its last to death. You know what I mean? It's the city. Tell defend it. De- Bleed blue, brother. Bleed blue. Bleed blue. Bleed
0: blue. <laughs> he's he's batting off those uh no marks on Twitter every day, anyway. Yeah, so.
1: mate. That's all right, mate. Not for me. I can't even be asking. I <laughs> oh, mean, I'm a fifty year old man. I can't be doing that. The kids deal with all that nonsense on
0: <laughs> on,
1: on the uh, the arguments on. Twitter. I hear people having I mean, arguments. I'm like, oh man. You know what I mean, just have a, a bit of a laugh. Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. listen, up and coming. Obviously, the big derby Saturday. Then we got Forest and uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Again, you know, if you can win that Swansea game, you have got two winnable games there, and the picture looks yeah. entirely different, Dan. Right? So, um, yeah, let's hope that's, that is the case in you know a fortnight or so's time. So, let's finish. Let's wrap up. Top five. What you got for yeah. me? I got I got a little surprise. I got a little surprise. Oh, nice. Please, please go go ahead.
0: So I'm going I'm going on a Northern Soul top five. Tonight. Oh, love love
1: so man. I so you know, I miss going out and dancing. That's, yeah. that's what I would miss now. Again a beer, a bottle of Hennessy <sighs> and just hit the dance floor, man. Yeah. It's not it's not the same around the kitchen, is it? No, around the garden. My neighbours yeah. think I'm losing it.
0: <laughs> Lost it a long time ago. Right, so at the, my top five, number one. Gloria Jones, Tainted Love. Okay. Okay, that's, do, a, that's do, a classic. Classic. Number two, Frank Wilson, Do I Love You? Do I love you?
1: Do I love you? Indeed I do. Yeah, do, do mate, you look good do, do, with that old Kenny Rogers hairstyle too. You've got <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> look,
0: this is this is all next week. I tell you what, you're going to be seeing a big change in this. Number three, the flirtations. Nothing but a heartache. <laughs> Nothing but a heartache. Yeah. What a I'm tune. Sure
1: I, I'm sure I'd know if you sang it.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was that was the cat. Uh, number four, Luther Ingram, if it's all the same to you, babe. And number five, Sandy Sheldon, You're Gonna Make Me Love You.
1: Okay. That's a that's an interesting yeah. mix. I do love my northern soul. Yeah, uh, Wigan Pier and all that before my time, obviously. You know, but there were still gigs. I remember going to a gig in Blackburn Northern Soul. Been to a few Warrington and places like that. So um, I do love. uh, I remember Southport Soul Weekend. They used to have a room, in Northern Soul room for anybody who used to go Southport Soul Weekend. it used to be a great weekend, mate. Absolutely great weekend, and uh, just music and dancing all night. Brandy flowing. Oh, uh, that's the way it is. We'll get we'll get back there. We'll get back there. Okay. So my top five. Listen, this is a little mix for Trevor Sinclair, right? We had him on last uh-huh. week. You know, he said uh, he, he loves his Barris." and and when he said I love Barris Hammond, I was like, oh yeah. So he's he, he was playing a lot in my house. The Barris Hammonds, the John Holtz, and people like that, uh, Gregory Isaac. So a little a little mix for TS. First song, obviously, is Beres Hammond, She Loves Me Now. She loves me now. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, 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 classic, mate. Absolute classic. Uh The second <laughs> is Freddie McGregor. Push Comes to Shove. Everybody know that one. Third is John Holt, I'd Love You to Want Me. That is a beautiful, beautiful tune. It takes me back to... Like Sundays, cleaning the house when I was a kid. You know, me and my brother, Sundays is clean up day, right? So you spray polish and hoover. Not hoover and spray polish. Spray polish and hoover. Wrong way around, yeah. Right? On a Sunday, you have to do your bedroom, the landing, the stairs. I can hear my mum Have you Right? But the music was on and it got you through your Sunday cleaning <laughs> chores. Uh, number four, Audrey Hall. One dance won't do, classic. The fifth song, Barris Hammond and one of my favourites, Boudjubanton, Who Say. Now, that's a little... Listen, if you used to go blues back in the 90s, after club, it's like Jamaican Shabin, you'd be in a house or something like that. You go blues, you go there two o'clock in the morning after club and you come out like at eight in the morning when it's like bright you Know about Boju Banton and, and Barris Hammond, so who say? And then I've got a six special for Trek. Wow, he said he likes running, right? So I'm not sure he, 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 he would have heard this track. So it's Shaka Khan and Barris Hammond called Uh, Baby Don't You Go, right? And it's it's a great if when I'm running or I'm out like pegging it. It's a great song and it's like got that motivational edge. So a little six, top six this week. A little nice. special for TS. So remember, we're at SwazPod on the Twitter, Facebook. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe. Where we at, D? Swaz SwazPod. That's it for another week. It's a wrap, D. Loved it. It's been fantastic. It's been great banter. It's uh, like I said. Please just just leave the cave, Captain Caveman thing going on. For look,
0: me. this is going now in just one one it. hour and seven minutes. Ross is going to be getting his scissors through this. And I tell you what, I was trying to think of City players' haircuts, and you know, obviously there was your flat top. I was thinking of Nicky Richardson's long hair, Mark Kelly's long hair. I was thinking, what does this look like at the moment? And it looks to me, it looked a little bit like. Tony Phyllis Kirk going to the Elvis weekend in Porthcore. That's what I thought I looked like at the moment. Do you know what I thought?
1: You've got a bit go of quadrophenia going on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is a bit, isn't it? It is like, you know, mods and rockers down Barry Island. I can see you there with your long green jacket <laughs> and your uh, And a little uh, like, and your little Vespa. little
0: like roly fag, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your little Vespa
1: doing your little nod dance that like <laughs> they used to do. So, listen, listen, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Have a good week, people, should I say. And uh, stay blessed, peace, love. We're out. Bluebirds. This has been A Jams and Mr. B production. Stories make the world. That is how the world works. We live inside stories. The key thing is that stories need to come from different people. Every time I read a good story, it gives me a different perspective of the world. And it's how we imagine an alternative. Stories are at the
0: heart of all great moments of change. So that's how we... Perceives the world is how it makes sense to us. We can't live without stories.
1: If you want to tell your story, get in touch with Working Word on hello at workinword.co.uk.